we are a very cohesive department and we're very tuned in to our students. We kind of get them, or if we don't get them, we want to get them. If we, we reach out a lot to our students, our program is not so big that we can't, uh, that we don't know our students, we know them. We can kind of nurture them through the program. That's Diane Demetrius, the Director of Student Services in the Electrical and Computer Engineering Department. She's a familiar face around the department and works with nearly all the students who pass through the program. The department has changed a lot during the 37 years that she's been here, and her role has changed with it. I've been here a long time. I kind of grew up at USC. Uh, I got my master's here uh, in the 80s and then uh, started working uh, immediately after. Um, and I've been in the, this department since 1984. I was trained as a musician, and so it was kind of a, a, a surprise to me to see me transform into this, uh, into this job as the years went along. When Diane first started working here, college advisement wasn't exactly something you went to school for, but now that's changed. What I've seen mostly change is the job, meaning this job of student advisement has become much more professionalized. It's become much more involved with students rather than transactional uh, things that we do for students like uh, help them register and declearance. It's become much more holistic and much more involved with students as individuals. And this is, I think, one of the big changes uh, in, in all of student services, not just in EE, but across this university, certainly. Before I transferred to USC, I went to a little tiny school in New York. When it came to academic planning, you were kind of on your own. I remember filling out my class schedule with pen and paper. It was kind of like doing your taxes. One of my favorite things about going to USC is that we have advisors like Diane who will walk you through your program and make sure you don't miss anything important. It's been a huge help to me, and I think it's one of the things that makes our school so special. And the reason I think that this it has gone this way is because advisors are with students from the very beginning, at starting at admission, all the way through the end at graduation. So we know these students. We understand them. We, we live with them, their ups and downs throughout their college experience. It just evolved. For yeah. me, it evolved into this. And the students, uh, the, the staff that we hire now mm -hmm. uh, are professionals. They have studied this. They have mm -hmm. master's degrees in this. So um, yeah, it's a very interesting phenomenon that uh, kind of all the forces aligned and I uh, grew into uh, this type of position. Diane has become what I can only describe as an advisement pro. She explained that she gives the various levels of students advice tailored to their educational timeline and personal needs. For PhD students, it's really kind of existential advice, if I can say that, because it's the PhD is so difficult uh, and it's for a really small subset of the population you know of the world um, that it asks really deeply who you are and what you want 
in life and and what you should be pursuing and why you are pursuing it. So those questions are asked. And so I spend a lot of time speaking with PhD students about those kinds of questions and uh, which affect it affects everything else. It affects their academic performance, it affects their emotional stability, it affects their mental health, it affects their, their, the time that they spend outside of class or outside of their research. So this is a very holistic kind of um, chats and, and talks that I have with our PhD students. For the MS students, um, they're here for a short time. They're here for three or four semesters. So they just get their feet wet. They want to come in, they want to get their classes, and they want to go to work. So this is a professional degree, and it's geared toward that. It's intense because they don't have time, and they need to, to get their classes and get done and be able to handle this really rigorous academic program and then, um, and then graduate. For the bachelor students, it's a completely different thing because they come from high school and they, or some have transferred in from as a, as a junior, sophomore or junior. So they're younger and they're more wide-eyed and they, more, they wanna know what opportunities that they have, not only academically, but beyond academics, like being involved in the Mingxie Institute, like clubs, like, you know, uh, social societies, like all sorts of other things while they're juggling this academic program. Diane admits that this program is difficult, but rewarding, both academically and socially. For undergraduate students, I think it's important to know that this degree is rigorous and to put your mindset into it that this these four years um, are going to be really uh, uh, the best of your lives. There's a lot to choose from, but don't spread yourself too thin. It is going to be a degree that you will work at, but by the end you will be, be inc it's incredibly rewarding to have completed the degree and to have had the experiences that you've had all along. And it starts off as a freshman, EE105, EE-155 and EE-141 are the three core EE courses that you take that kind of um, surprise freshmen as they come in. It's a big load. We do this kind of on purpose. It's a, we, it builds a cohort of students coming in that um, you lean on each other and then you lean on each other all the way through to your senior year and that's a really beautiful thing. Uh, because students need each other in this in this program and I don't mean to make it sound like you know EE's undoable it's not undoable students do it but you have to have a certain mindset you have to ha understand that the first two years will be will be different than how you've learned in high school different it's it's a different mindset it's they get you right from the beginning um, and teach you how to think as an engineer. And that's a different way of thinking. As a trained singer and violinist, Diane's musical background helps her connect with her students. You know, the starving artist is a real, is a real deal. Yeah. So um, 
What it did do for me, because I was well-traveled and I spoke a couple languages, and in engineering in particular, it seems like um, the faculty appreciate the arts. The students appreciate the arts on whatever kind of engineering level they understand it to be. They appreciate it and um, they kind of understood me and where I was coming from, but because I was highly traveled and engineering is highly international, I could relate with these students um, coming from a different, I've, I've studied in Italy and I've lived in Italy and, and so I was away from home going to school. So when students come here as internationals, I understand what it's like <clears throat> to speak another language and to study in another language and to push yourself in a culture that's not your own. And I can see how working at a high level, which, you know, music is at a high level, especially if you're in the cl a classical world, to push yourself in a high level in a different culture is really, um, it's really challenging. Mm -hmm. And it's really laudable. It's, it's, it's a big deal and it's something to be proud of. It's something to be, you know, you're kind of in awe of it. Mm -hmm. and, and so I'm in awe of these students who come here and leave their families and try to, to make something really uh, their own that doesn't start out as their own. It's not their own culture, it's not their own language, and they, they make something new, and that's really, uh, that's really admirable. Diane's unique perspective is just one of the many things that makes her great at what she does. When you talk to her, you can tell she loves her job and truly cares about her students. As an advisor, she really takes the time to get to know her students on a personal level and help them succeed in the program. We work very closely with the faculty to try to accommodate our students because we know them and we want them to succeed. We want them to, for this pro program to fit them. It's rewarding to see students um, thrive and to see students struggle and then thrive. And uh, that's a rewarding thing to watch and to be part of and to uh, help um, support. Diane and her team are gonna be busy over the summer working to welcome new students to the university. If you're ever in need of advising or guidance within the ECE department, check out mingsheyece.usc.edu slash students for more information. Thank you for listening to another episode of But I'm Not an Engineer. To check out other episodes of this podcast, visit uscece.podbean.com or check out But I'm Not an Engineer on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow usc.ece on Instagram to stay up to date on new episodes and other exciting projects from the electrical and computer engineering labs. For the Viterbi School of Engineering, I'm Quinn White. Thanks again for listening.